Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Let's still be standing. We thank God for a blessed day. Hallelujah. Amen. We want to thank God for who He is in our lives. Amen. Amen. And I think that this season, this is my second time of standing in behind this international pulpit. And I want to again say a big thank you to my own father and to all the pastors and to the leadership and to every one of us. I am very sure that you are where God has blessed you. But part of your blessings is who God sends into your life. Who God sends into your life will determine what will become of you. Sometimes when you go to some schools, even if you are not bright, you go to university. <laughs> and sometimes when you also end up in some schools, if you are even very bright, you may not go to university. So sometimes what you become is not even who you are but who God sends into your life. So I know this church is blessed, but I don't know whether you are aware what makes you so blessed. Your blessing is made up of who God has sent into your life. Hallelujah. In this our day, we have a lot of pastors who are not God lovers. But I can tell you that right here, we have somebody who loves loves God, who wants to follow God, who wants to do the will of God. And when we have such people in our lives, it's just a matter of time. You will become what God wants you to be. So I want us to lift our voices. I want you to thank God for where he's brought you. Thank God that he has made you part of this church. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Father, we are thanking you. We are blessing you for Eternal Life Ministries International. Oh, yes, Lord. We thank you. We bless you, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. We give you glory. We give you praise, Lord. Be exalted. Be lifted. In the name of Jesus. Mando, Sante, Liamo, Tuba, Riakabando, Roshikibande. We are grateful. We are thankful, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. Ah, Kaya Baraba, Sele Matoso Tabaraba. Thank you for bringing us to where we are standing. Thank you for giving us a pastor. Thank you, God, for giving us a man after your own heart. Thank you for your provision, for your, oh yes, your protection. 
thank you for all you have done through our father, our pastor, hey, and the leaders and the shepherds and the people you have raised in this house. We lift our voices and Lord, we thank you. We are blessing you. We are giving you glory. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, yes. Thank you for eternal house, Lord. Eternal, all light ministries. Eternal light ministries. Eternal light ministries. Lord, let it abide. Let it abide, Lord. May many come and taste of your goodness. May many come and taste of your presence. May many come and encounter you. Father, thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. When you are not grateful and thankful for things, it's taken without you noticing. Sometimes by the time you notice that there was something important in your life, it will be gone. That is why I need us to thank God for this house. So, but the church will be here always. It is true. Sometimes when you are not grateful, you will backslide or you will reverse. Hallelujah. Amen. Another thing I want us to thank God for is the music in this church. We want to lift our hands and want to say, Lord, preserve the music. The Bible says that he saved us to show forth his praise. There's something over here you cannot get anywhere. And sometimes when you are part of a good thing, you will never know it. I want you to lift your voice, lift your hands and say, Lord, preserve. Preserve the praises, preserve the worship, preserve the music, use it, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord of God. That which you have given to Eternal Light Ministries International. Oh yes. The worship. The praises. ah, The music. Lord of God. Preserve it Lord. We love it Lord. Manshanto. Roka. To lead us continually into your presence. To help us to encounter you day after day and to bring us into your presence father we pray oh god hey let that which you have given to eternal life ministry be preserved lord we hallow it we honor it we say let your hand keep it lord Ah, let the anointing that is upon the psalmist come over the church let this church be known oh god as one that bring glory through worship through praise, through honor into the throne room. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you and we bless you. Holy Spirit of God, we say you are welcome. This morning, have your way and let your will be done. Let everyone who has come to you never live the same. They did not come to meet with a man. In fact, Lord, I am here to encounter you as well. Don't pass me by. As you touch and you heal, oh God, and deliver your people. May I also receive, Lord. Let everyone here under the sound of my voice be healed of every condition. In the the mighty name of Jesus. No one comes to you and live the same. No one comes to you and go the same. Lord, may we encounter you. Grant us understanding. Deliver us, Lord, from our distraction. Deliver us from that which we are not even aware of. Father, we thank you. We bless you. Let your name be lifted upon your church, Lord. 
and let your glory be revealed. Amen. And above all, grant us understanding yes, Lord. that the enemy will never be able to take your word that is about to be sown into our hearts. We thank you and we bless you. Holy Spirit of God, have your way Amen. and let your will be done in Jesus' name. And all the saints shall shout and say, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody put your hands together and give the Lord a shout. Please be seated in heavenly places. Hallelujah. Amen. We are thankful and we bless God for the opportunity. We have to be here. It's always a joy to be in this house. Hallelujah. Amen. And I thank God for bringing me once again. But this morning we have uh, Thanksgiving and memorial service as well. So I'm going to preach shortly. According to my time, <laughs> I'm going to preach shortly according to my time, and after that, we are going to go into the Thanksgiving and the memorial service. Is it Apostle? Yes. Oh, oh somebody put your hands together. I have seen the Apostle in the house. I salute you, and God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. One day I encountered him in the spirit. And I got to know what happened to him when he was 32. He fought witches and witchcraft. So I was fighting something like that. And the Lord showed me said it happened to him. Hallelujah. So it is, it is, it, it, you are not alone. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here? May you, may you encounter demons. You know, if you are not a proper Christian, you will never meet demons. And demons will not know you. All the people who will know you are people you know. But when you are a powerful Christian, demons know your name. Hallelujah. Oh, somebody, you are not happy. I said, may a demon know your name. When you are coming, I said, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. As for you, I don't know you. May you be known by demons. Amen. May demons take leave when they hear you are coming around. Amen. You know, Amen. If you are a Christian and you are afraid of witches and demons, it means you've not started. It means you have not tapped into the power. Hallelujah. Are you here this morning? Yes. So this morning, for a short time, like I said, according to my time, I want to share something very powerful with you. And the title of my message is lovers of God. Tell somebody I am a God lover. Tell another person I love God. Tell, tell another person I love God. And I have no apology about that. Tell somebody I intend to love him some more. Tell somebody, I want to love him the way he's loved me. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 May God increase your love. Amen. May you be a God lover. Amen. May you love God. Amen. Not with part of your heart, but with all of your heart. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, when we talk about God loving us, 
is something that sometimes when you want to comprehend with your natural mind, because some of us we only know love that are not love. Yeah. Some of the things that we know and yeah, we call yeah, love, no, it yeah, is yeah, not the true yeah, love. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. But the love that God has yeah. and the love that God shows us yeah. that yeah. we need to have, yeah. that is the true love. Yeah. The Bible says, for God so loved yeah. the world. Hallelujah. Amen. And in fact, the Bible says, God is love. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So when you are a minister of God, you need to be a minister of love. Amen. Amen. By your love, you will know. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, we have three people that the world has us at the moment. We have unbelievers. That one I know everybody knows. And we have Christians. And after Christians, we have God lovers. So you can be a Christian and not be a God lover. But this morning, I pray that your transformation will come in the mighty name of Jesus. Turn your Bibles with me if you can. To Matthew chapter 22. Matthew chapter 22. I'm going to read from verse number 36. To 40. What a blessing. Look, now I saw you how you were worshiping and you were praising God. It is not time for you to do your quiet time. It is not time for you to be doing things to do. It's not time to go to sleep. It is time to be alive and to allow the word of God to change your life. Hallelujah. And I promise you, if I see you dozing, I will call your name. I will call you if I don't know your name. I will call you to tell us your name. If you are a guy, we will name you Eutychus. And if you are a lady, you will be Mrs. Eutychus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. All right. Matthew chapter 22. I'm reading from verse number 36. Maybe from 35. Bible said, Then one of them, which was a lawyer, asked him a question, tempting him and saying, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and the great commandment. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Amen. Amen. Bible says there was a lawyer. You know, lawyers are called the, my learned friend. Yeah, they, they are learned. They know a lot of things. So when they needed somebody to question Jesus and to tempt him, they did not call an administrator. 
they did not call a priest or a doctor. They looked for a learned fellow to ask him a question and to tempt him. And he asked him, he said, Master, which is the greatest commandment in the law? He asked one question, but Jesus gave him two answers. Jesus said the, the first and the great commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. And he said, and the second is like unto the first, to love your neighbors as yourself. Why did Jesus give two when they asked one? What it means is that the love of God cannot be separated from the love for man. So when you love God and you don't love man, it does not work. Hallelujah. Your love for God will be seen in what you do for man. That is what the Bible says. He that will say, I love my brother or I love God but hate his brother, is a liar. Because the only way you can but your oh, love for God is when you can show it for your fellow. Hallelujah. And we are not talking about something that you need to do as a Christian. We are not talking about something that can be added to the list of things that is required to be done by Christians. This is the first and the great commandment. And Jesus said all the law and the prophet are hanging on this. So when you take a, a hanger when you take a hanger like this and you want to hang the whole book from Genesis to Revelation. Bible says the hunger is the love of God. And the prophets and the law hangs on it. In other words, when you are able to love God, and when you are able to love your neighbor, you don't need the law and you don't need the prophets. The love of God alone summarizes everything that you need to do. Hallelujah. Amen. So it is not one of the few things you need to do. The love for God. Your love for God and loving God is the main thing you need to achieve as a Christian. Hallelujah. But sometimes it looks as though that is the thing that we are not ready to do. We, we see people who buy I mean, books on prayer, books on fasting, books on how to cast out demons, books on operating the, the gift of the spirit, books on different books. But they don't think of the love of God to be something that they need. But I came this morning to encourage you that the love of God is the main thing. If you can have the love of God, filled with the love of God, I am very certain you will end up in heaven. I say you will end up in heaven. Bible said there are three that abide. Faith, hope, and love. But the greatest is love. What can we do without faith? Faith can change so many things. Faith can heal the sick. Faith can raise the dead. Faith can do the impossible. But without faith and without hope, 
Life can still operate. Hallelujah. It's amazing that the power of faith is not more than what life offers. So we need to understand that love the love of God is something that we all need. Hallelujah. Are you here? Yes. It is important for us as a church to understand why God saved us and the purpose of our Christian journey. No matter what we do, without the love of God, it will not end in a good place. In fact, we talk about the fruit of the spirit. In Galatians chapter 5 verse number 22 the Bible says now the fruit of the spirit is this. You know it did not say the fruits. It said the fruits of spirit. The the fruit of the spirit is love. You know sometimes the translators add punctuations that makes even the scriptures unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. Very true. The fruit of the spirit is love. When you have love, all the rest will come. So that is why it's not the fruits of the spirit. It's the fruit of the spirit. So when you have love, then you will have joy. You will have peace. You will have patience. You will be kind. Then goodness and Faithfulness. All the others are going to come because of love. You, you cannot have the rest without love. You can try. But you'll be disappointed. That is why when we go to 1 Corinthians chapter 13, when we talk about love, we see patience. We see kindness. Love is patient. Love is long suffering. Love is what gives birth to all the rest. So when you are not patient, you, you don't have love. You know, many people say love is uh, blind. Love is, love is something. No. But the true love is pain. When you look at First Corinthians chapter 13. The summary of love is pain. Look at verse number seven. Look at verse number seven. He said, It always protects. Do you have the King James? I'm an old preacher. Let me go to King James. Love always, it says, He bears all things, believes all things, and endures all things. Without love, you cannot bear all things. Without love, you cannot believe all things. Without love, you cannot endure all things. If you can summarize this to be your summary of love, you will notice that love is pain. There is nothing. He did not say love enjoys all things. Bears all things and endures all things and believe all things. Some of us are not believable. After you have told more than three lies, we cannot believe the fourth one. 
So love there. So if there is true love, so you are going to have pain. Because love will not allow you to do what you want to do. So if you are in pain, because of what somebody is doing, it's because of the love you have. You need to forgive a sinner. You need to do something that is not easy to do. But God will have you to do because of his love. But without the love of God, you will be able to hate your brother. You will be able to gossip about your sister. You will be able to keep things that are done against you. But when we begin to look at the things that love will do, the Bible says without love, even when you give your whole body to be bent, it will not profit you anything. Without love, whatever should Benefit you will not yeah, benefit you. Hallelujah. Amen. So I'm talking about the Christian love. And when you have this love that I'm talking about, it makes you an invisible person. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, there are Christians that are in pain. Okay, there are Christians that are struggling. There are Christians that are going through so many things. But you see, the Bible is not just for believers. It's for those who will love God. Hallelujah. Amen. So in Romans chapter 8, verse number 28, the Bible says, and we know, somebody say, and we know that all things work together for good to those who are called according to his purpose. Continue. Are you there? Yeah. Is this... Go to King James. Help me with the King James. Bible says, For we know that all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. Are you there? Okay, look at it. 828. Thank you. And we know that all things work together for good for them that what? Love, Love God. God. And to them who are called according to his purpose. Hallelujah. Amen. All things. Somebody say all things. That means everything. Everything minus nothing is all. Everything minus nothing is all. And Bible says for all things work together for good for those who love God and who are according to his purpose. Not that all things work together for good for those who are in church. All things does not work together for good who are Christians. You can be a Christian and suffer terrible things in this life. There are things they begin very bad. It continues very ugly. Remains ugly and is going to end very terrible as a Christian. But when you are a, a God lover, whatever you go through, hallelujah, hallelujah, may you become a God lover. 
Bible says all things will work together for your good. It is only when you love God that seemingly bad things will end well with you. When you love God, something comes over you that turns impossible bad situation into a good ending. Whatever starts bad is going to end very good. When you are a God lover, I'm not saying when you come to church, I'm not saying when you are a Christian. That is why we have Christians who are filled with very bad things in their lives, bad experiences, bad conditions, bad things, one after the other. Because being a Christian does not exclude you from experiencing everything that there is. But God has promised that when you are a God lover. I said, when you are a God lover, there is a power to convert whatever comes to you into a good ending. I see things ending well with you. I said, I see things ending well with you. It may begin as a very sad event. Hallelujah. That's why Christians uh, complain about their problems. But God lovers begin to write their testimony. When you are God lover, when you are going through something, you know it's a testimony. Just a matter of time. That bad situation is going to turn into a very good one. Hallelujah. I don't know what you are going through, but I'm here to show you a formula. I'm to show you what you can do to turn every unfortunate, every bad and every terrible condition into a good one. Hallelujah. May you be a God lover. If you are not a God lover, you are going to count your pain. You are going to number your misery. You are going to number your your sorrows and different things. But when you become a God lover, something is released into you. Angels are released. Hallelujah. Even Lazarus who was dead, he died but it became a good thing. Nothing bad will happen to you when you are God So the problem people have had is to become Christians and not move on to love God. The love of God is what delivers you from all that will happen in this life. This life is not fair. And it's not going to be fair. But God lovers are going to have victory. I'm talking about loving God. I said I'm talking about people who love God. Hallelujah. May the love of God constrain you. May you have a new formula for God. May your love for God increase. Because I cannot guarantee that you will not have a problem. I cannot guarantee that you will not suffer need. I cannot guarantee that you will not be disappointed. I cannot guarantee that everything will go well. But what I can guarantee is when you love God, no matter what comes your way, all things are going to work together for good for you if you love God. Hallelujah. That is why we love watching Rambo. That is why we like watching Chuck Norris. Commando. That's why we love these people. We love James Bond. How many have been watching James Bond? You see, sometimes they arrest the man, they put him in a cage and they are thrown him into the water without any anything, apparatus for him to breathe. And everybody thinks that the guy is going to die. Everybody is getting very worried. 
that how can you be put in a container, a tight container, sealed it, and they have put it, the container into another container, they have thrown it into the sea, and you are drowning. But James Bond don't die. <laughs> Rambo don't die. You see, when you read that scripture, this is whatever. Yeah, see, it makes the story nicer. Hey. The more you go down, the better you are coming up. I said, the more you go down, the better you are coming. See, you see, Rambo has fallen from a cliff. He said, oh, this man is going to die. And he lands and he cannot move. The more he falls, the more you see the blood, the better he's coming up. Then you see, after his wounds, he will take some of the clothes and use as a bandana. It's like, now, action. That guy doesn't die. It looks like the pain and the worry that, that comes to these people rather brings them. Rather brings them. I watched some James Bond uh, movie. They arrested him and threw him into an island with crocodiles. And they wanted the crocodiles to finish him. He walked on the head of the crocodile. They said this guy. Bad things doesn't become bad to him. He will be tired. But he will come up. I'm talking about God lovers. That shall be your story. I said that shall be your story. You will be like a football. That is being pushed under the water. The trust as they push you. The harder they push you. The harder you come up. Hallelujah. I'm talking about God lovers. Have you been disappointed? Did somebody say you are too short for him to marry you? Oh, he had to go. I said he had to go for the right guy to come. This guy who said he doesn't love you, he even pick his nose. He, he picks his nose and will be doing a, a, a correct guy is coming who is going to show you love. You are crying a foolish cry. Somebody says, I've been thinking. I've been thinking. Let's call it over. And you are crying. It's because you are not a God lover. God has to take the baller in your hand. What you are holding is a refuse. It's a garbage. Allow God to take it. Don't cry over unnecessary things. Are you a God lover? I say, are you a God lover? Oh, count all joy when you fall into diverse temptation. For the trying of your faith, wicked patient, and let patient have its way, that you will be perfect, entire, wanting nothing. There is nothing. Say, oh, all things are for you. All things are for you. Everything is working together for your good. I say, everything is working together. Were you rejected? We went for interview, were not taken. Because if you had been taken, the better job you cannot have it. What is it that has happened to you? Then I told. What is it that has happened then I told. to you? When you were God lover, all things are going to work together for you. I see every bad thing working together. Amen. So when you are God lover, you don't have bad things. We call it seemingly bad things. It seems bad, but it's not bad. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, darkness. The benefit of a light is because there's darkness. Without darkness, light will not be. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. So, 
love God so that everything you go through will become a blessing. Are you here? Amen. Turn your Bibles with me. First Corinthians chapter 2. I'm trying. First Corinthians chapter 2. I'm reading from verse number 9. Is it there in your Bible? Thank you, Jesus. Are you there? Can we read it together? One, go. But as it is written, I have not seen, nor yet heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those that love him. Hallelujah! Many Christians quote this scripture, but it doesn't belong to them. Because this scripture is not for Christians, it's for God lovers. The Bible says, I have not seen, yes, have not heard, it has not entered into the heart of man what God has prepared. Somebody lift your hand and say, God is preparing some things for me. God is preparing some things for me because I'm a God lover. God is preparing some things for me. Hallelujah. The things that God has prepared is not for Christians. It's not for unbelievers. It is for God lovers. When you love God, the things that God has prepared for nobody knows. You are going to be glorious. You are going to be exceptional. You are going to be so fantastic. God has something for you. Hallelujah. And if you can love God, I say if you can love God, when you begin loving God, God begins to prepare things for you. God begins to prepare things. Hallelujah. The only mistake you will do is not to love God. That is why some Christians, their life is not sweet. They have one complaint after the other. Because they have remained Christians. They have remained churchgoers. They have not undertaken to love God. But I see God lovers in this church this morning. I said, I see God lovers. I prophesy God lovers. Whatever is keeping you from loving God, we break it this morning and we cut it away. May your love for God increase. You are loving God with your hearts. You are loving God with your emotions. You are loving God with your mind. Your feeling is in what you are doing. How can you be a praise and worship Singer, bow down and bow down, and you are still standing. I give myself to you, and you have not given yourself. We lift our hands, then the hands is down. Your emotions. That is why Jesus said the the first and the great commandment is to love God with all your heart. Hallelujah. I see you fulfilling that scripture. Uh, Your heart will be in church. I say you will be. You know, you run to church. When you love God, you run to church. When you love God, you cannot miss the worship. When you love God, you cannot miss the praises. When you love God, you cannot afford to miss his presence. When you love God, when you love God, what make people do things for love? One guy had a bushy beard and was turning into a Rastafarian. 
and he fell in love with a lady. So he went to speak to the lady, and the lady said, You can't talk to me. So I want to talk to you. He said, No, no, no. Look at your beard. And he went and removed the beard, cut the drag loss and the things that the uh, principal, the housemaster, his parents couldn't. A small girl made this guy remove the beard and shave all the hair. <laughs> In the name of loving. And even that is not the true love. Are you here? Love causes us to do things. I see your love for God increasing. Amen. You will never have a worry in this life. Yeah. Not that the worries will not come, but it will not be a worry to you. Not that you will not have challenges, but it will not be a challenge. People will not understand. How do you go through this and still be smiling? How can this be happening and you still have joy? Because to them that love God, all things work together. I said all things work together. Look at those who love God. Joseph is one of them. He loved God so much that in prison he was doing well. In the pit he was doing well. Even when bad things had been done to him, the guy was still doing well. When you love God, at the end his brothers were confused. He said, you know what? We want to apologize. He said, no, 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 you don't understand. Because of my love for God. Hallelujah. When you love God, all things are going to work together. Every disappointment, every calamity, every situation will turn into good. May your newfound love for God increase in the name of Jesus. Moses made a mistake and he killed an Egyptian. But it was the love that he had. You know, when you love God, bad things, can you believe that the murderer was brought back to face Pharaoh. When you love, even your mistakes are not counted. David was one such person. That's why some people don't understand the Bible. When you love God, if I God told him that if it is Bathsheba you wanted, you should have just told me. I would have killed the husband. You shouldn't have tried. You okay. love me. You love me enough. Read, when you read Isaiah chapter 43, he said he will give nations as a ransom for your love because you love God. You see, when you love God, it's a different thing. I said it's a different thing. This morning, I'm talking about God loves I said I'm talking about those who love God. It will be well with you. There will be nothing that is going to make you throw in the towel. Things will work together for your good. And God will prepare things for you that you don't have. See, when you are crying as a God lover, it's not because of a pain. It's because of how good God has been. Sometimes you look at where God has brought you and, and where you are standing and it brings tears to your eyes. And you say, Lord, Lord, who am I? Who am I? But you see, when you love God, I say, when you love God, all things will work together. It doesn't matter what you have been. Can you believe that God said of David, somebody, I don't know any pastor who has killed his assistant and taken his wife. And God says that the man is a man after his own heart. 
look, I, I will encourage you to love God. <laughs> when you love God, God will be biased on your case. God comes into You see, if you have a referee, he can always be whistling. Pipi, freaky, pipi, foul. But when you're a God lover, when you're a God lover, God is the referee. Even when you touch it, say, play on, play on. <laughs> When you do something, say, play on. God be- begins to behave as though he cannot see. You do terrible things that ends the lives of others. You go through as though you have not done it. I'm talking about loving God. May your love for God cause you to be exempted from all the troubles in your home, in your family, in the name of Jesus. I see you loving God. I said, I see you loving God in the name of Jesus. You said, Pastor, I've been looking to get married. Nobody is coming. Just begin to love God. Pastor, it's been one disappointment after the other. Just begin to love God. I don't have a job. Just begin to love God. Just begin to laugh. Hallelujah. Amen. I said, just begin to laugh. Look, you see, when you love God, God is at ease. That is why some people, when they pray, God says that they are praying a mix. Consume it upon their last. But when you love God, God knows that your priorities and your affection is right. Hallelujah. Amen. And in Colossians chapter 2, Bible says, set your affection. Are you there? Set your affection on things above. May you set your affections in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Are you here? Jacob also loved God. In 1 Kings chapter 3 verse number 3. Bible says, and Solomon loved the Lord. May you also love the Lord. There are blessings that are reserved only for those who love God. There are things that are prepared for only those who are God lovers. I see you joining this group in the name of Jesus. You will become like a Rambo. You will become like a commando. You whatever happens to you, you come out better than before. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Jacob loved the presence of God to the extent that he stole birthright, did so many things. But you can see because he loved God, God exempted him. When Laban wanted to go and kill uh, uh, Jacob that night, God rose and gave Laban a dream. He said, Be careful. That you say little good or bad to the one I love. When you love God, God will warn your enemies. You wouldn't even have to fight. Hallelujah. Amen. When you love God, oh, it's getting better. Tell somebody my life is getting better. God is preparing some things for me because I love God. Hallelujah. Nothing will be strange to God. He will know it. You know, Somebody did not like the birthright. He stole it. He even stole the the blessings of the brother. But you see, God doesn't just see what you do. 
He looks at the motive, the reason why you are doing what you are doing. The reason why you do what you do, the motive, is it because you love God? Or what are you doing? Even the law system know the difference between murder and manslaughter. You may have killed, but did you intend to kill? If you did not intend to kill, you can be forgiven. Are you there? So may our intentions be right in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Are you here? So how to love God? How will you love God? I'm giving you three or four quickly and we'll be out of here. Say, oh, Pastor, I also want to love God so that all things will work together well for me. But how will you do it? Okay. To love God is to have and keep his commandments. When we say somebody loves God, what does it mean? Does it mean the person Christ when he's worshiping? Does it mean the person rose on the floor? Is it the one who comes early to church? Is it the one who gives the best of the offerings? How do we love God? Now we want to be God lovers. So how do we become? The first is to have and to keep his commandments. John chapter 14. John chapter 14. I'm reading from 21 to 24. Is it there? John chapter 14, verse 21. Bible says, He that has my commandment, are you there? And keepeth them. This is the words of Jesus. Say, He that has my commandment and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my father and I will love him and I will manifest myself to him. The lack of dreams and visions in your life is because you don't love God. When you look into the Bible, those who really love God were given fantastic visions. John the beloved. Daniel the beloved. Daniel. Hallelujah. So when you don't love God, he wouldn't come to you. You will be reading the Bible. You will read it whether you understand it or not. It will be up to you. But when you love God, you will be there. He will manifest. I see angels manifesting. I say, I see angels manifesting in the name of Jesus. Don't pray so much, Lord. I want to see a vision. Just love God. You like power. You are praying, Lord, I take authority in the name. Hey, hey. Authority is given to those who love. I have not read about Peter praying for authority. I have not read about Peter praying for power. The guy just loved the master. He forsook. He said, we have left all and we have come after you. It is Jesus who said that I will build my church and the gate of hell will not prevail against it. And you, Peter, for loving me, leaving your profession and coming after me, I'm going to give you the keys to the kingdom that whatever you bind will be bound. Whatever you lose will be loosed. Yeah. Living your profession. 
leaving your profession. If you, the guy left his profession. You know, we, we, some people are struggling to leave this profession. This profession is maybe you are a waste manager somewhere. You are managing waste. And you are so happy about it. There is nothing better than serving God. How many people even qualify to work at Bank of Ghana? How many people qualify to work at Vaco? How many people qualify to work at the prestigious places in this? People want to work at UN. You want to have, I mean, uh, uh, dollars. You want to change your employers. And you don't think about if your employee become God himself. What will happen to you if you are a nanny? Okay, of the president. You are keeping the son or the daughter of the president. You will be sorted out. See, when you work for God, you keep God's children. You are better. If, uh, that's what I'm saying. Compare somebody who is a nanny for the president. They w- things will be done for him that is not part of his pain. When you were a pastor, you were a shepherd, you are God's uh, server, you, you have left all. You are keeping the people of God. Nothing will happen to you. Hallelujah. Amen. May you love God. Amen. I say, may you love God. Amen. It is the love of God that causes you to live it all. It is the love of God. And we see it in the life of the three Hebrew men. So even if our God would deliver us, sometimes when you think about it, you know, now it is. I never knew that one day I would even be a, a bishop. Ah. I just thought that I love God. Yeah. And making money. At a point, you notice that it's not money you are looking for. If you have all the money and people are going to go to hell, what good does it do to you? So I thought about it. And I reasoned with my father. I came to tell that, I to just stop all this accounting. Always balancing things that are not balancing. <laughs> Always. People have spent the money and you are, you are like a vulture. Looking for, looking for money that people have used already. Where is this? And I said, no, I would rather look for some souls. And I thank God for the blessed advice of my father. He said, if that is what you want to go, I will support you. Go all out. Hallelujah! I knew I had a wife and I had four little children. What will be their future? What will be their faith? Will I be able to afford their education? Will I? But I say, hey, I did not even know then this message had not been given to me that when you were God lover, nothing bad will happen. But I just felt that, you know what? If I give my children the best of education and millions of people, thousands of people die and go to hell, it is not worth it. Some of us, because of a small car you are looking for, that is the reason why people are going to hell. You could have helped them. You could have helped. But because of small money, because of things, because of something, because of a man, who you don't know when he will die. 
You have left what God wants you to do. And you are following a man that is going to have coronavirus. I see you loving God. I said, I see you loving God. So the three Hebrew men said, our God will deliver us. You know, when you see people who love God, it's oh, not that they are. People think that Jesus did not love his life. No. When you see God lovers, they are not suicidal. But the love of God constrains them. They do. They are beside themselves. They, 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 these are called the born men of Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Paul is one of them. He said, I preach the gospel, but the necessity is laid on me. But woe is me if I preach not the gospel. They are constrained by the love they have. He said, I wish my heart cry and my heart desire is that the whole Israel will be saved. So I even with that, I myself will be accursed if it will lead to the salvation of them. I'm talking about God lovers. May you love God. Amen. You are here making money, but you've never even prayed for your family members. Your mother has sold her clothes to look after you. But she's an unbeliever. You soon die and go to hell. As you are making money. Can't you fast 21 days? Praying 10 hours every day. You can make 20, uh, 210 hours only for your mother. After that, you leave it. After you, you know, the reason why many people always say, hey, pastor, I've prayed, nothing is happening. It's because you've not prayed enough. Because you mentioned the name of your mother or your sister or the problem in person. In person. So you don't even know whether the prayer is enough. And if you really, every situation, you want to get married, you are having a problem, make what we call prayer bombs. This, this curse in my family, this, I'm praying for 100. When you finish 100 hours of prayer concerning your problem, leave it and go ahead. God will attend to it. But the reason why you are always praying because you have not prayed enough. Hallelujah. I'm talking about how to love God. He that have my command. Some of us, you don't even have a Bible. If they should put this screen off, you'll be in trouble. Or your Bible that you are using, you have more than 15 shoes. You have only one small Bible. And that one also is black and white. It doesn't have the words of Jesus in. You have bought a colored television, but your Bible is still black and white. When you wear white, you want to have to match. Your, your earring is matching your necklace. You have bangles. When you wear green, you have a hint of green. And you have a Bible that you did not even buy it. You don't oh, know who even gave it to you. And the, and the words of the Bible are very small. The font is small. When you take it, you, you bring it there. And young lady, you are looking. Hey! You spend money on wig. You spend money on everything but the Bible. I want to inspect your Bible. I want to inspect your Bible. 
Some even don't have Bible. But Bible says, He that has my command, how will you have? How will you know the way when you don't even have something that will let you be able to read and understand? Do you have only one shoe? So why do you have only one Bible? There's King James, there's NIV, there's New Living Translation, there's a lot of Bibles. Why don't you keep only one black dress? You say, Pastor, when I read, I don't understand. The time you spend in making fufu should be the same time you spend in making your food, the word of God. Five hours, you do palm soup. And it's like, your your soup is like a zoo. There is lizard, everything is in the soup. By the time you finish with the soup and come to the cassava, you say you don't want the meat fufu. Because sweat must be inside the fufu. So you need to do what? Cut, cut in tea. You know, cut, cut in tea. Cut, cut in tea. You want to pound it for somebody's sweat to be in it. By the time you are finished with your palm soup and your fufu, eight hours is gone. And you are taking the Bible within 30 minutes, you say you don't understand. If you spend eight hours on the Bible, do you think that you will not understand? You don't understand because you don't love God. You have not gotten the things. Oh, but I see you loving God. I said, I see you loving God. Are you here this morning? He that has my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my father. And I will love him and will manifest myself to him. Amen. May dreams and visions increase. Amen. Yeah. You know, you notice that all those who saw something in the Bible became different. Even the apostles, those that were at the Mount of Transgression, every one of them wrote something. You cannot write if you don't see. If all you have is turned to, the Bible says, no, sometimes you need to be shown certain things. By the grace of God. I said, by the grace of God. May you be taken around. May you be shown heaven. May you be shown hell. Yeah, it's very important. It's very important that you be shown around. But it doesn't come. It doesn't just come. It is when you love God. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 22. Judah said unto him, Not Iscariot, Lord, how is it that thou will manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world? That's the unbeliever. He said the unbelievers will not have visions, will not manifest. So when you are a sinner, an unbeliever, and you keep seeing visions and all that, you need to find out you are becoming a fetish priest. Because the Bible says he will not manifest himself to the world. So when you are in the world and you keep having dreams and vision, you are becoming something. Verse number 23. Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my word. Hallelujah. So keeping the word of God. And this is the word of God. It's the word of God. If we should start from here, which of the word are you practicing now? 
Which of the word is causing you to do what you are doing? Or stop what you are doing? Your life must be governed by what you are doing because of the word of God. Or what you are stopping because of the word of God. He that loved me. If a man loved me, he will keep my words. And my father will love him. And we will come unto him. And make our abode in him. The love of God. You see, this is why nothing bad can happen to you. God changes his residence. And he comes. You become the address of God. That is why a man becomes a man of God. That is why a woman becomes a woman of God. Because God changes his residence. And he comes and dwells in you. Do you think asthma will be there with God? When he is a consuming fire. Do you think that pain will be there with God? No. When you love God and you keep his word. David said, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin. The reason why you are sinning effortlessly is because the word of God is not there. The word of God is more powerful than the COVID vaccine. Than The word of God is a vaccine. When you hide, when you inject yourself with the word of God, it prevents you from sinning. So anyone who sins does not have the word of God dwelling in his heart. Hallelujah. Verse number 24. Bible says, He that loveth me, he that loveth not me, okay, or me not, the King James sometimes it's not simple. Yeah. He that loved me not, keepeth not my sins. And the word which he hear is not mine, but my father's which sent me. Hallelujah. Man. So to love God is to have and to keep. Now you cannot keep what you don't have. You need to have before you can keep. I see you filling your life with the word of God. I said, I see you filling your Hearts with the word of God Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. John chapter 14, verse number 15. Look at the Bible says, If ye love me, keep my if you love me, keep my ask the person sitting by you, what is the latest scripture you are keeping? You have been a Christian for all these years. I don't, you don't know what you are doing. There should be current scripture. If you need to always evaluate yourself. What is the current scripture I, I am trying to? I'm struggling to obey, but God help me. There should be something. You are always buying new clothes. You always want new shirts. It's old. The wig is old. You need something new. Sometimes the ladies are wonderful. I can see my wife, her shoes and things. And I'll say, I don't have anything to wear. I look at her. It's true. All this thing is nothing. Plenty things. I don't have anything to wear. Then I will look and say, hey! So all this thing is nothing. We are always looking for something. <laughs> and always you want something to match. Why won't you get different Bible also to match your dressing? 
Hallelujah. Amen. Your new shoe is nice. Your new dress is nice, but you need a new scripture. The John 3.16 is tired. John 3.16 is tired. It must be changed. Maybe you go to the 17 and try if that one will work. John 3.16 has suffered from your hands since you got born again. You've been in jail for 10 years. You have oh, used sorry. 10 years to learn one scripture. Ah, oh, sorry. If you do trust him, I'll copy my own name. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, tell somebody I'm changing. There must be a current scripture. There must be a current scripture. Yeah. There must be a current scripture. The current scripture I'm, I'm forcing with is in Chronicles. Second Chronicles uh, 25, verse number three. Two and three. Can we go there? He said, yeah, start from verse number one, Amazia. Yeah, he said, Amazia was 25 years old when he began to reign. And he reigned 39 years in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Johadan of Jerusalem. Verse number two. Bible says, and he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, but not with a perfect heart. So I want to move from doing that which is perfect in the sight of the Lord with a perfect heart. So doing the right thing, even oh, yeah, to do the, the right thing in the sight of men is not easy. Oh yeah, the power. But the this guy was able right. to do the right thing not only before men, before God. But God says that everything he was doing was right. But the heart was not perfect. This is what I'm struggling with. The Lord may I have a perfect heart as I try to do the right thing. Lest you do the right things but with the wrong motive. With the wrong motive. Yeah. Why do you do what you do? Recently I was asking God, Lord, why do I want a mega church? Why do I want a big church? May my motive be that I want more people to go to heaven. It shouldn't be that I want to be famous. That I want, you know, Bible says that the, the multitude, the the, the glory of the king is in the multitude. So sometimes you can easily become a politician also as a pastor. You just want the masses to gather and you don't have anything for them. That's what people gather. But the way that is preached is, 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 is wordless. People gather, but they go away without any word of God. Because that is not the mind of the pastor. He just wants the masses. Because the masses will translate into bigger offering, will translate into fame, will translate into popularity, will translate into different things. But not that when they come, I need every one of them to make it to Through the night, I was praying and telling God, God, if only you will help me to raise true God lovers. Help me that this morning, I will add to the true God lovers. I want God lovers. I want more God lovers. Please, if you will help me, that there will be God lovers, not just Christians, not just uh, church attendees, not just believers, but God lovers, people who will love you and will do whatever you say. Hallelujah. May you be a God lover. Amen. How to love God. 
you need to have and to keep. You don't have the Bible, you don't read the Bible. A Christian is not somebody who comes to church. A Christian is somebody who is governed by the word of God. If you are not governed, if you are not instructed, if you are not constrained, and you are not controlled by the word of God, you are not a Christian. Then we can all be doctors. A doctor must be governed by medical principles. They have their protocol. They have things. A lawyer is governed by something. You cannot just rise up and say, you are a lawyer. Something must govern you. Hallelujah. Doctors have things that makes them doctors. So you cannot be a Christian because you come to church. You need to be controlled by the word of God. You need to find what is the latest scripture I am doing. What am I stopping because of the word of God? Hallelujah. What am I doing because of the word of God? That is how you need to measure your life. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm not the one saying, Jesus said it. I'm too young to have a theory. But it says, how to love him is to have his word. I see you having his word. I see you keeping his word. And God will declare that you are a God lover. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Number two. What shows that you love God is giving shows that you love God. Giving shows that you love God. John 3, 16, Bible says, For God so loved the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Love will cause you to give. Hallelujah. Yeah. What shows that you love God is when you give your time, when you give your intellect, when you give your strength, when you give your abilities. There are things you can do to help the church of God. Have you given your time? You do everything, but you don't want to give your time. You don't want to give your life. You don't want, but when God loved, you say he gave. I see you giving. You may give your time. I don't know what you are going to do. But give something is the demonstration of your love for God. That is why love is not sex. But for God so love the world, not for God so sex the world. <laughs> love is not sex. Odo. Hallelujah. And love gives. Second Odo Corinthians Emma. chapter 8. I'm reading from verse number 1. Look at it. Second Corinthians chapter 8. Verse 1. It says, Moreover, brethren, we do not to wait of the grace of God bestowed on the church of Macedonia. How that in a great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded unto the riches of their liberality. Are you there? For to their power, I bear record, yea, and beyond their power, they were willing of themselves Praying us with much entreaty that we would receive the gifts and take upon us the fellowship of the ministering to the saints. And this they did, not as we hoped, but first gave their own selves to the Lord 
and unto us by the will of God. In so much that we desired Titus that he had begun. As he had begun, so he would also finish in you the same grace also. Therefore, as he abound in everything, in faith, in utterance, in knowledge, in all diligence, in your love to us, see that ye abound in this grace also. Hallelujah. The grace of giving. Hallelujah. Amen. Some people will share powerful revelation. But the grace of giving also shows your love. The grace that you give, you give to support the work of God. You are here, you don't pay your tithes. You don't love God. You don't give an offering. How can one money have two values? How can 20 run be very small in Akramo? How many have gone to Akramo with only 20, run, uh, 20 cities? 20 cities. Is it big? Can it do a lot in Akramo? But when you come to church, 20 cities will be raining. When you take 20, it's like it's too much. How can 20 cities have two values? One in the mall is very small. And in the churches, no. May you be a giver. Amen. Give something. Give your time. Shorten your sleep. Pray through the night. Hallelujah. Give your life. Give something. And it will show that you love God. The third way to love God is to love his house. The love of God is seen in his house. First Chronicles chapter 29 verse number 1 to 3. First Chronicles chapter 29. Are you there? Furthermore, David the king said unto all the congregation, Solomon my son, whom alone God has chosen, is yet young and tender, and the work is great, for the palace is not for man, but for the Lord. Verse number two. Now I have prepared with all my might for the house of my God, the gold for the things to be made of gold, and the silver for the things of silver, and the brass for the things of brass, the iron for the things of iron, and wood for the things of wood, ounce, stone, and stones to be set, glistening stones, and of diverse colors, and all manner of precious stones, and marble stones in abundance. Verse 3. Moreover, because I have set my affection to the house of my God. Hallelujah. Amen. If the Bible is yours, you can underline it. It said, moreover, because I have set my affection to the house of my God, I have my own proper good of gold and silver, which I have given to the house of my God. Over and above all that I have prepared for the holy house. Hallelujah. Amen. What are you doing in the house of God? Are you building the choir? Are you becoming a, a leader? 
Oh yeah, okay. The house of God is not just the physical building. It's the spiritual gathering. There are little children who need help, like we see over there. And how can you be of help? Unless you even keep yourself. You see, sometimes you do something. When you say that, oh, I want to be a, 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 an exceptional. Let's say Sunday school teacher. It to read, to study, to keep yourself. You will change your to be a good example to That is how the church is built. Hallelujah. Amen. You want to build a choir. You may have to learn how to teach the song. So many things that we we need to do. David. David. He stored gold, silver, brass. And he said, and above all, his personal contribution of gold and silver to the building. We thank God you are doing something with the choir. But what are you doing alone? We have the things that we do as a choir. Amen, the choir. Amen. But what are you doing also alone? Or you do when you only come together? God is sent when we are not together. When no one is watching, when no one can see you, when you are alone on your bed, in your washroom, that is where we serve God. What are you doing alone? Hallelujah. Are you building the house of God? Are you? Look, even, even in Nigeria, I'm robbers. When they see clergy on your car, even I'm robbers are afraid of uh, pastors. It's like our profession is to steal, but if you are a man of God, we don't I'm want to steal for you to, to help the work of God. But we have people that can steal from God and destroy the kingdom of God. What are you doing? Are you doing something for God? Are you doing something for God? You know, unless you love God, you will not be able to wake up at night, study the Bible, finding solutions, answer from the Bible so that you will tell other people. What causes somebody to study so that he will have something to share with others is the love of God. And I see the love of God coming into your heart in the name of Jesus. When the love of God is not there, you will not pray for anyone. You will not even pray for yourself. Recently, I made an altar call for people who want to serve God and help the work we are doing. So they came. All of them, a lot of people came. But we want to help. We want to do something. They thought that I was going to give them prayer to prayer. If you want to help me, the first thing is to have your quiet time every day. That is how you help me. Because I told them, most of you, I'm even afraid of you, that you will backslide. Because you just come to church. You just come and go. But to be able to do something for you need to empty the pages into your heart. And when you draw it out, many have not understood that this is how miracles happen. Ordinary water, which is the word of God, when you put it in the sanctified vessel that is purified and you fill it to the brim when you are full of the word of God and you begin to pour it out you begin to dish it it never comes back as the word of God but it becomes a wine 
it becomes a powerful word that works miracles and changes lives. Empty the pages of the Bible into a vessel that is sanctified, that is purified and filled with the water. God requires us to sanctify our body, to keep ourselves and to fill it with the word of God. So that when we draw it out, it will no longer be just a scripture, but it will become a powerful revelation and a wine that will bless many lives. Hallelujah. And the last way, the last way to love God is to feed the lamb, the sheep, and the flock. John chapter 21 verse number 15 to 17. John chapter 21. Do you love God? Feed the little ones. Unless you are a good pastor, most pastors are looking for Onion road uh, dealers, roofing sheet manufacturers, and uh, managers who work at Coca Cola. People who sell uh, catching materials, people who can give, people who have something. And even they visit. If you see a church, they are going for visitation and they go to where they will be offered much. They don't go to where the people are in need. Jesus told Peter, he said, if you love me, feed the lamb. The lamb is the little ones. They are not ready to be to produce milk. They are not ready for their meat. They cannot offer anything. Bible says, so when they had died, Jesus said unto Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than this? He said unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He said unto him, Feed my lambs. Hallelujah. Every one over here, I pray that you will start a project of having 12 people. Whether they are little, a soul is a soul and is precious to God. Maybe a soul of a small girl or a small boy or a grown-up. The most important thing is that you are delivering a soul. Hallelujah. Jesus told Peter, if you love me, feed my lambs. The lamb, the little one. Verse 16, Bible says, he said unto him again the second time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? He said unto him, Yea, Lord. Thou knowest that I love thee. He said unto him, Feed my sheep. You know, the first word, the third feed is the Greek word, uh, poor man, to poor man, is to feed. And this one, this feed is to bosco. Bosco is to feed in such a way to reproduce. So there are three things over here. There are three levels of shepherding. Three levels of shepherding. You feed for them to grow. And at a certain level, you feed them to reproduce. And another one, you, you care for them, you tender tender in other translations, say tender the sheep. Yeah, you yeah, care. Yeah. So you poemano, you bosco, then you feed again. 
Hallelujah. Amen. And Jesus told Peter, if yes, you love me, the demonstration of your love for me is when you are feeding the little ones. The demonstration of your love for me is if you are caring for the younger ones. You are keeping them together. And the demonstration of your love for me, Peter, is when you cause ordinary people to be fruitful. If you are not getting other Christians to be fruitful, you don't love God. If all you are doing is to come to church and go, at a point you need to cause other believers to be fruitful. That shows your love for God. Hallelujah. And as we love God, I see God setting his love also on you. I see God manifesting himself unto us. I see God making us his abode. He will change his address. Come and dwell with us. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. What do you think will happen to you when God has come to make his abode? He's living in you. How many would like God to come and reside in you? Amen. Already when you got born again, the Holy Spirit came to you. And now, Jesus says that when you love, he and the Father will come and dwell. You are going to have the tripartite God dwelling in you. My God. You are going to have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit dwelling in you. Can you imagine what will happen to you? Everything will be well with you. I encourage you to love God. God loves I said, God loves. Yeah, may you be a God lover. And all things will work together for your good. Hallelujah. It will be well with you. As you keep his word, as you give your life, as you take care of his house, and as you feed the flock, I see the Lord showing you great love. Let the things that he has prepared that eyes have not seen and ears have not heard. Let it be revealed unto us by his spirit in the name of Jesus. And I pray that all things will work together. Oh, I pray every condition in your life, every disappointment, every loss you have experienced, whatever you are going through, whatever the tragedy or the pain or the issue, the circumstance or the disease or the calamity is, this morning I pray by the reason for the love of God that is in your heart, may it work together for your good. May it work together for your good. I started bad, but may it end in a way that you'll be able to give God glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, may the Lord lift his countenance upon you. May the love of God fill your hearts. May you be constrained by the love of God. May love be the motive and the reason for what you do. May you give yourself because of love. May you pray because of the love of God. May you care because of the love of God. May you take care of the little ones and feed them with the word of God. Study to show yourself approved and teach it because of the love you have. The love of God in your heart will not allow you to watch unconcerned. The love of God in your heart will not allow you hey, to, to, to forget about the people who are going to go to hell. If Jesus is to come this afternoon, if Jesus is to come this afternoon, some of us will have to blame ourselves. But there are people we could have helped. There are people we could have spoken to. But because it has not meant much to us, we have allowed them. 
But this morning, with the love of God in your heart, with the love of God, I want you to lift your voice and want you to call on God and say, Lord, work in me both to will and to do of your good pleasures that I will love you, that I will serve you, that I will minister to you in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for your love. Everybody stand, lift your hand as we close. Mo Sabaraba. Liando, Suli, Mata, Buta, Hey, Abando, Seta, Banda, Rianda, Raba. Oh, yes, Lord, we thank you. We bless you, Lord. We bless you. Oh, yes. We give you glory. Oh, yes, Lord. Mo Kabarababa, Limo Santeba. Hey, fill us with your love, Lord. May the love of God constrain us. Let your love be shed abroad our hearts, Lord. That we will bear all things. That we will endure all things. And believe all things. May the true love of God, the love of God, Ah, Oh, yes, Lord. We thank you. Oh, yes, Lord. God commanded his love in that when we were yet sinners, Jesus died for us. Anyone who has done things to hurt us, we can forgive because of the love of God. We will embrace the pain that comes because of the love. Because we love him. Because we will endure all things. Because we will believe all things and suffer all things for the love for the love that God has shown us. Father, I pray. Please put your hand on your heart as we pray for the love of God. Lord, we pray for your impartation. Oh, for the Bible says God is love. You are love, Lord. How can we serve God and not love you? How can we serve God? Oh, yes, claim to have encountered you and not have love. No, it is not possible. For the Bible says, he that loveth not, knoweth not God, for God is love. Oh yes, let the pastors be pastors of love. Let the reverend ministers be reverends of love, Lord. Let the ministers of the gospel, the ministers of our God be the ministers of love. May love be the reason. May love be the purpose. May love be the motive. May love constrain us, Lord. Lord, I pray for your love. Oh, the love that did not allow you to sit in heaven and watch us to suffer in pain and to die, but caused you to give your only begotten son that, oh yes, we might live. So do we pray that your love will be in us. May your love constrain us. I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice, Lord. Touch our hearts, Lord. Fill my hearts, Lord. Every one of us, fill our hearts. Fill our hearts with your true love. Oh yes, that which is easy. Oh yes, oh God, uh, to entry that which, oh God, is your love. For God is love. For God is love. And he that, oh God, loveth not, knoweth not God. For God is love. Beloved, let us love one another. Oh yes, for God is love. Oh, Jesus said, by this will all men know that ye are my disciples. If you love one another. Bible says we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. Because we love the brethren. Lord, let your love be in our hearts, Lord. Let your love, oh God, be in us. I pray that we will be lovers of God. 
lovers of God, not lovers of ourselves and lovers of money and fame and of power. But may we be true lovers of you. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.